and welcome to another one of Claire's podcast. Hello. Claire the Bookworm. So, last podcast you heard that we were reading the prologue. So, now we are about to read the first chapter. And it says, some several years later. Chapter one. You can never be completely sure what might happen next. Ruby Redford was perched on a high... No, it just begins with the same. Oh, okay. Ruby Redford was perched on a high stool in front of the bathroom window. Her binoculars trained on a cake delivery truck that had been parked on Cedarwood Drive. Cedarwood. Cedarwood Drive. For precisely 21 minutes. So far... So far, no one had from the truck with so much as a blueberry muffin. Ruby gurgled down the last dregs of her banana milk and made a note in the little yellow notebook which lay in her lap. She had 622 of these yellow notebooks. All but one was stashed under her bedroom floorboards. Though she had taken up this hobby nine years ago, no one, no one, not even her best friend Clancy had read a single word that she has had written. Much of what Ruby observed seems pretty mundane. 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 Oh, foot, I keep getting stuck in my foot in the same. They're spiders. Spider, and they're still spinning. Okay, sorry guys. Um, where was I? <laughs> um, click through the page. Ruby observed seemed pretty mundane, but even the mundane can tell a story. Rule 16. Ruby also kept a vivid pink notebook, dog-eared and smelling of bubblegum, and it was in this that she listed her Ruby rules. There were 79 so far. Rule 1. You can never be completely sure of what might happen next. A truth no one could agree with. Ruby was a petite girl. Small for her years, at first glance, a very ordinary-looking kid. There was no, but nothing particular to mark her out. That is, nothing until you've looked a little longer. Then you would begin to see that her eyes were ever so slightly different shades of green. When they looked at you, it was somehow hard to remember the point you were arguing. And when she smiled, she revealed small doll-like teeth, which somehow made it impossible to consider her anything other than a cute kid. But the most striking thing about Ruby Redford was that when you met her, you felt a strong need for her to like you. The bathroom phone rang lazily. Ruby reached out and groped for the receiver. Brandy's wig salon. Here today, gone tomorrow. Hi, Rube. Come back. 
the voice on the other end, it was Clancy Crew. Oh. <gasps> New character introduction. We already heard about her. Her best friend. I see. Yeah. Okay. How many more pages to go? Because I want to go on the pool. <laughs> we can go on the pool now. Hold on, let me just finish this. Let me just finish this page, girlies and boyies. <laughs> okay. So, Clance, what gives? Not a whole lot, actually. So, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Boredom, yawned Clancy. So, why don't you get yourself over here, bozo? Well, I would, you know, Rube, but my dad told me he wants me home. He's got some kind of imbassy type function. And he wants us all smiling. You know what I mean. Okay. See you guys next time. That is the end of the chapter. No, um, it's not. It's heads a up. I'm going to be rereading this chapter again. Anyway. She'll be rereading it. And see you guys next time on Five Likes for Kids. Bye. Five Likes for Kids. What? <laughs> Okay, keep reading and keep listening.